Well, Rob Moore of uh, Livestock Risk Management Partners of Mediapolis presents the Winfield Mount Union Wolves. We've got Coach Clay Edwards. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me on again. Well, um, I don't know. How many games have you played since I talked to you last? Uh, just just the one. Just it's been, the, it's been just, tough getting them in. Yeah, yeah uh, well, we are, if, you know, I don't know where, where you're listening to this at, but uh, we're about waist deep in snow here, uh, and the temperature is dropping like a rock on top of that. So um, tell me, what games have you missed? Well, we will. Uh, we were supposed to play Minneapolis last uh, Monday. Yeah. Um, that one got postponed. Then we were supposed to play L and M Tuesday. That got switched to Thursday. That was the game we did get in. And then uh, Friday, we were supposed to be at Pekin, which uh, obviously did not happen. Two two round guy games of the week. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, that was on the schedule. There um, um, went by the wayside. But do you have those games rescheduled? Uh, we we do the the peak and one. Um, we're going to be playing that one this coming Thursday. And that's at Pekin, right? Correct. Yep. And well, then, um, yeah, we have we don't have anything official yet for Mediapolis. You know, that's a we we try to emphasize put a priority on the North Division games, um, and then you know anything that's non conference or South Division. We just try to kind of squeeze in where we can. So that one's kind of on a wait-and-see status. Okay, well, uh, uh, let's talk about this L&M game that you played. Uh, they got a couple really great players. You know, we're, we're pretty high on here at Round Guy Radio. Of course, everyone knows the Ty North, but uh, they got this Phineas Klein or Finnegan Klein. I can't remember what, what his name Finnegan, is. Yeah. Pretty good player. What do you think yeah. of him? Yeah, no, he's um, – he, he's – yeah, very very nice player. You know, left-handed, you know, long, lanky. Um, you know, he's deceptively quick, so he can he can get to the rim. He does a he does a nice job. Um, you know, he can cause cause some problems trying to match up with and defend him. So between the two of them, they got a nice one-two punch there, and then they got some guards that can um, you know fill it up uh, fill it up from outside, and hit some shots. So they can they can be a tough team to guard. So, uh, but you put a pretty good win. I think you got in the nineties in that game, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. We, uh, 95, 48 was the, the final. So it's the second most points we've given up this year. So, um, that wasn't exactly a, a highlight for us, but, um, the 95 points, you know, we were so efficient offensively. Um, I think we were right around 70%. We just shot it really well, got to the rim, knocked down shots from outside. Um, so it was um, really came together offensively really well. Well, uh, one of your players recently scored their thousand points. You may uh, uh, know him. Uh, yeah, Abram Edwards, I think, is his name. We call him Abram's Law over here. Uh, uh, what game was it that he hit that thousand? It, it was the L and M game. The L and M yep. game. Well, uh, um, what does it take? Uh, uh, you scored your thousand points. I was told against Pekin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what what's it like? You know what it's like as a player to hit that that milestone. What's it like uh, as a coach, or, or maybe even as a father, to see that? Yeah, no, it's it's a pretty cool accomplishment, especially you know in the state of Iowa, where you know you don't play as many games as like uh, if you're in Illinois. You know, Illinois is getting thirty to forty games in a year, and you're usually 
you know, low twenties over here in Iowa. And then, um, thing you got to remember with like the, this group of kids that are in high school or that are upperclassmen in high school too, is they lost a lot of games here a few years ago in COVID where they had partial seasons. So really they're doing this in, you know, less amount of time. Um, you know, back in my day, we didn't have a running clock. Um, so games lasted longer and, um, you know, once the running clock hits, like those games go fast. So, um, really for, you know, kids to hit that mark nowadays is, uh, you know, quite an accomplishment, um, just shows a lot of consistency and, you know, showing up every night and, and, you know, a lot of, and a lot of do goes to your teammates of getting, getting you the ball when you need to get it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, now we got two kids on our team that have both eclipsed that, that mark, which, um, you know, probably doesn't happen very often. Um, and they're both on the verge of hitting 800 rebounds, which is almost more of an accomplishment than the thousand points. So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, you know, and, and especially the way it happened with, with Abram is like, he, he made, he did it on a free throw, which, um, hasn't been <laughs> the highlight of his season this year, but he knocked it down when it mattered and uh, got quite the reaction from his teammates in the crowd. Well, I got an idea who, who it is, but who's the other guy with a thousand? Yeah, Cam. Yeah, yep. that, that would have been my first guess, I would imagine. Yep. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about this season. You know, uh, uh, early on, you played a lot of really good teams, uh, and you really weren't at full staff. Uh uh, and I think you had maybe had some some football. Uh, you know, you played that really long football season and had some injuries there, uh, and you kind of able to overcome that. Uh, now we're really kind of seeing what you're like in in full force now. Uh, uh, you seem to have recovered from the injuries, and you're kind of a full full staff. And it does seem like your team's picking up a little speed. Let's talk a little bit about you know how, where you started at and where you're at as far as health and and you know. Basketball is a rhythm, uh, uh, timing game, probably more than any other. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and you know, there's a little. You can have some disruption. You know, football. There's no. There's no break. Baseball. You know, you might have some rainouts, but there. You know, the, the, there's no no break. But in basketball, you got this Christmas break, and now you got this uh, um, uh, weather break. Uh, um, you know, how, uh, talk to me a little bit about how you keep the the team in rhythm and, and timing uh, uh, going. Uh, during this kind of stuff and uh, tell me a little bit about the progression of the team and, and how you're feeling about, you know, kind of firing all, all cylinders right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, obviously, you know, beginning of the season practices were really tough because, you know, we, we had Cam Carter, kill and uh, Cole were all out for a while. Um, so it, it Practices were really limited to, to start the season. You know, we had a, we had to pull up some JV kids, but um, some younger guys, and it, it wasn't really fair to them to put them in that situation with some of our older, more experienced guys that are just you know so much bigger, physical, experienced. But we had to do something to get through it, right? So, um, and then we progressively got some of the guys back. You know, Cole and, and Carter and, and Kale kind of got back sooner than uh, cam did but um so we just gradually kind of worked everybody back in um and it was a lot you know 
a little rough at, at first, I would say primarily offensively, just getting in into a rhythm with, um, you know, new guys kind of coming back into the fold all the time, but um, started getting better. And then by the end of the, you know, going into Christmas break, I thought we were, you know, pretty close to what we'd look like. And, you know, coming out of break, you know, going through and coming out, um, I think we're, we're hitting more of our stride. I, I would say like Cam against L&M probably looked the most like him himself the past couple years as he has yet this year, like really finishing shots well, getting off the floor quick. And, um, so that was, that was really encouraging to see that it looks like he's kind of back to being Cam. Um, did have a little setback with Cole. Cole didn't play. He got dinged up, uh, a leg so um we'll we'll you know just kind of go day by day with him and see how he's doing but um but really the kids just did a really good job of you know if somebody was out somebody stepping up and um you know no nobody ever you know worried too much about it you know it's just it's just an opportunity for somebody else to you know show what they can do and step up and um so really so far they've they've done an excellent job well uh, uh some of that uh players missing um well it, it's it's not great for the head coach uh it's kind of great for the guy on the bench that gets to play uh, uh that yeah. didn't was there any uh through that early part of the season you know was there any kids that uh stepped up from the jv or guys that would just play limited minutes that got a little bit more time uh, that took advantage of it, and you think um, made them better players for later on if you need them, if there's foul troubles or injuries or, or anything? Yeah, I, w- I would say there was probably just because of the different rotations and guys missing everything, three players that probably benefit the most from it were probably Gabe Hemsworth, uh, Cole Milks, and Max Max Edwards. Um, they all started in different capacities depending on who we were playing, and and got some extended minutes and um you know they've they've really done a good job and i think they're all getting better as the season progresses um well like gabe you know against lnm had 15 points eight assists and probably a handful of steals too so really had a great game there and cole's had nights um you know similar to that and and, and max is doing a good job rebounding and moving the ball for us. So um, I think those guys, yeah, really, really uh, it benefited them early in the year getting, you know, the extended playing time. All right. Well, um, there wasn't any ratings out other than like the Iowa athletic rating thing. They got a few polls out. Uh, are you guys rated right now? Uh, last, the last Iowa high school um, poll, we were number three. Okay. Well, that's outstanding. Uh, uh, and, and like you say, you, you seem to be kind of accelerating. Uh, um, we talked a little bit about the game that you missed it and rescheduled. What are some of the other games that you got left on the schedule uh, that are like in the next couple of weeks that we haven't talked about? And are there any games there that you got circled that may be important games for you? Well, our, our whole next week and a half is, is pretty big for us. We were supposed to play Waco Tuesday at home. Um, I don't know. I would say that's probably a 50-50 toss-up right now if we get that one in. I, I know temps on Tuesday are supposed to be uh, really, really bad again. So um, 
but we got Waco Tuesday, then we go Thursday at Pekin, Friday at um, Wapolo, and then we come back Monday with West Burlington at home. So, wow, that's going to um, be a great game. Four, four solid, four good teams there that, um, you know, in a matter of eight, eight days, seven days. So, um, yeah, we'll have our hands full here in the next week, week and a half. So, um, that's why I'm, I'm kind of nervous about, you know, it's going to be tough to get in for practices here um, with uh, all the snow we've had and now the blowing. And I know the country roads are probably just a disaster. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, we'll, we'll have to play day by day and see what we can get done. Yeah, it may be June before I got in my driveway, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. uh, I got snow up to the damn door of my car, yeah. and I had to push pretty hard to get the door open today, uh, yeah. this morning. Um, but it is uh, it is what it is. Um, hopefully, we'll get uh, uh, some some games in the rest of the year. Uh, yeah. Is, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you want to talk about? No, I don't, don't think so. Just, uh, you know, looking forward to the next few weeks, finishing this uh, regular season up and then, you know, kind of seeing where we go from there and, um, you know, looking forward to some good battles with some really good teams here coming up. Well, there just ain't really a whole lot of season left, to be honest with no, you. No, no. I mean, you looked at the schedule, like, we're less than a month from the end of the regular season. So Yeah, it ends the first um, week it, of uh, February, although – you know, depending on what happens, there might be some. I think there's a little, little bit of a, a few days between the end of the season and the playoffs starting, and I imagine they kind of do that in case there's some games they got to make up. Yeah, uh, it's it's tough though. Once you get close to the end of the season, there, like, yeah, you're you're more likely losing games than uh, than rescheduling them right before uh, you know district start up. So. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I hope this, you know, this week is our last, this week coming up is our last bad weather week, and we can start getting some of these games in before it's too late. All right. Well, uh, uh, thanks for being with us, Coach, and uh, um, gives our listeners little updates uh, uh, as they're dreaming about basketball. Maybe they can listen and find out when, when they're going to have some games. And thank you for being with us. Yep. Thanks again. Thanks, Dave.